Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Polina Marilova Pompliano. I hope I said it right. <laughs> Thank you. It sounds awesome when you say it. <laughs> oh, yay! But I'm so grateful to have you here today on Savvy Broadcasting to share your great wisdom today. You are going to share your wonderful new book and you're going to share the secrets for uncovering the uncovering the secrets for a successful minds because there really are, as your book is called, Hidden Genius. I think there's hidden genius in almost everyone. You just have to go and spend the time to unwrap it and, and pursue it. I think people have this idea, and we spoke just before our, our hitting the go button, that people have this idea, this pinnacle of success is out there and most people can't reach it because it's so unattainable and really that's not the case it's different for everyone but there are certain things you found from writing articles and connecting with very successful people that are certain things and habits and, and uh, certain paths that people who are truly successful take and you're going to share some of that with our audience but before we go there share a little bit about your background uh, being the founder of the profile and all that and and how you came to where you are today yeah, so I've been in the world of media or journalism basically my whole life. I started working on my high school newspaper, then I became editor of my college newspaper, then I graduated um, and freelanced for places like CNN and USA Today. And then from there, um, I got a job at Fortune magazine. And at Fortune, I became the lead tech uh, and venture capital startups reporter, writing a daily newsletter called Term Sheet, which had basically every deal um, in startup land. And then while I was there at Fortune in 2017, February of 2017, I was... <laughs> I had a lot going on, but I still felt like an itch to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what do I enjoy doing? And it was super, super specific. I really enjoy reading long form profiles of interesting people. <laughs> so I thought I would use it. I would create an email Substack, which is the email platform I use now to send my newsletter. It didn't exist at the time. Mm -hmm. So 
I just sent it as a regular email um, on tiny letter, I believe I started, but to family and friends as a conversation starter, I was like, maybe if we all read all these profiles, it'll be like kind of a mini book club, but mini profile club. And so every week, uh, every Sunday, I would send uh, seven or eight long form profiles that I found of interesting people that I really liked. And from there, it kind of snowballed into something much larger than I ever thought it would become to the Mm. point where I left my job at Fortune to pursue the profile full time. And then I wrote a book based on the people that I've interviewed and profiled over the last few years. Um, And that book is called Hidden Genius, and it just came out in June. I love it. You know, the, I found, and, and I'm sure you found this in your ex- exploration as well, that often when people have that itch, it's wanting to take their gifts and talents and explore it into the world in a bigger way. And, and you already had this passion that I think everyone has certain things in their heart that they want to explore. And it, it's just your jam. It's your thing. And and it's so awesome that you were able to bring that forth and not only make it a conversation piece, but where do you see yourself in these great people? And, and you know, and maybe what are some things I could work on? And, and you know, mm-hmm. because maybe, okay, they do this, but I, I can't get up at five in the morning every day. They say, get up to start your day at four in the morning. Ah, not happening for me. But there are certain things that successful people have over and over and over again that you can start to adapt. And here's the thing, and tell me if you agree or disagree, that it's not all at once type of thing. It's an ongoing life's journey to the pursuit of Mm -hmm. success. Yeah. And you know, Christina, what you said just kind of triggered something uh, in my mind, which is that the most successful people, the truly, truly like remarkable people that I've studied or interviewed, Mm -hmm. It's a little bit counterintuitive because in business school, they tell you, okay, what is your business plan? You have an idea. What's the business plan? And from there, you back into once you figure out how you're going to make money, then you kind of uh, bake your idea. But actually, the most successful people I found that did something revolutionary, didn't start with the money first. They didn't start with the business plan first. They genuinely started with what do I enjoy learning and what fulfills me? Mm -hmm. Um, And what would I do in my spare time, even if nobody was paying me? So Mm -hmm. I think something, I mean, I'm not saying that what I'm doing is revolutionary, but something that fulfilled me, you would never know. I never thought I would make money off of a newsletter that curated long-form profiles like that is so specific uh but over time as people see your passion and like you said like as you go on this journey of learning and fulfillment yeah then the you can maybe in the future if you want to monetize that passion if not you know you can keep just doing it for yourself Mm -hmm. but you know i think the greatest things like uh, were done out of pure enjoyment. Uh, Sarah Blakely with Spanx, mm-hmm. Brandon Stanton with Humans of New York, all these things that they, they, they're they not intuitive, quote unquote, businesses or ventures mm-hmm. that somebody would sit down in, in business school and be like, this is going to be a hit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I recall two things. One, many years ago in corporate world, um, I was feeling a bit frustrated. Like you were like, I want to have this itch. I want to do something for myself, something to broaden my horizons. Um, And I said to friends, what do you see me doing? Or what am I good at? And they're like, it kept coming back. Well, you're great at talking to people. You're a great speaker. I'm like, oh, that doesn't help me. I need something else. Come on, people. Uh, Something more specific. Yeah. (laughs) And it was really frustrating. You're a good storyteller. And that doesn't help me either. How do you make, how do you make a, 
a, a venture out of that? How do you grow from that? Well, lo and behold, now 11.5 years later, we're still doing Savvy. Right. And it came about from those conversations with my friends and family. Pulling from that, what do you see as my gifts or my strength? And and it was that. And at the present time, you might sit down and be like, well, I'm good at this, but what does that mean? And, and it's really just starting to ask yourself questions, getting familiar what are things that are, like you said, what would I just do if I wasn't getting paid for it? And just exactly. starting to ask those questions. Exactly. No, it's constant uh, introspection and asking yourself what you enjoy doing. The The top uh, grossing newsletter on Substack is a newsletter about salads. It's <laughs> genuinely about salads. So it's like, don't ever let somebody tell you that what you are doing cannot be monetized or you won't be paid for your writing or your speaking or whatever the skill may be. Because mm -hmm. when I started, Substack didn't exist. Therefore, I didn't know I could make money on a newsletter. But then sometimes you start and as you start something, a tool comes in or a platform comes in and then it helps you. But you would have never known that you could do that if you'd never started. Yeah. And, and what it opens up for you is opportunities. Maybe a new tool doesn't pop, does not pop up, but say you, you, you know, you like telling stories or whatever, and you start, you know, meeting people and telling stories and then they're like, oh, well, we have this event once a month at whatever, whatever. And we'd love you to come and do a story for everyone, whatever it might be. It's just that mm -hmm. it just broadens your, um, your horizons because as you begin to step into that and, and uh, make it a part of your life, people see it, they get, inspired by it and then they start saying hey we want you to come and mm -hmm. speak at our mommy's night or something like that the point is it just opens you up to opportunities even if there's not say a monetizing new app or something uh, just that constant broadening of your horizons opens your whole world up mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. yeah so now tell me while you were writing for the profile and you began to really see some of the top successful people were there any main things that just popped out as being the same for many successful individuals that you saw that proved for their success? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so I think a lot of people talk about failure, but they talk about failure as this like mushy thing. A lot of the most, most high-performing people, um, they realize something uh, that's you know, I, I think kind of revolutionary once you understand it and start implementing it and seeing it in your own life. So mm -hmm. most people, if they're pursuing a goal and they fail miserably and fall flat on their face, they're like, oh, okay, now I have to start over. I have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. But what most of these people realize is that actually you have, you who fell on your face uh, and failed miserably actually have an advantage over your peers who never failed. And the reason being that when you fail at a goal, it's not that you're starting from ground zero. It's actually that you now have all the skills and you've learned so much from that experience mm -hmm. that you're taking that with you and you're almost like standing on higher ground um, with all these skills that you can apply to your next venture. The, the most successful people in any industry, if you look, they probably have two or three big, fat, juicy failures under their belt before they hit the one idea that worked. Mm -hmm. If they hadn't done those things and taken a risk and understand like, oh, I'm going to experiment and iterate and change my strategy, they wouldn't have landed on that idea. Airbnb, Uber, all of these people. Mm -hmm. um, 
So that's one. And then the second I would say that I've noticed as a common thread is that the most successful people know that they can always reinvent. It, It goes back to this idea of failure, but they know that they don't only have one chapter in their lives. So Martha Stewart, a lot of people forget, like she was the original influencer. In the year 2000, Martha Stewart was everywhere. She had magazines, radio shows. She had books. She had everything, um, cooking shows, uh, everything on the planet. And she was seen as an innovator. And and she turned something that people deemed women's work into a billion-dollar business. She was very successful. And then she went to prison for insider trading. <laughs> and then, though, that, even though her mugshot was on the cover of Time magazine, people were like, well, she's ruined. Her entire brand that she built on her name is now ruined. Mm. And what's fascinating is not only has she reinvented and she now does partnerships with Snoop Dogg, she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition at 80 years old, um, she has remained relevant to my grandmother's generation, my mother's generation, and my generation. And that's only done through very, very um, calculated, but like in an, in an amazing way, um, strategy of how will I reinvent to stay relevant? And I, I don't think most people do that, but you will have to if you want to be relevant decades ahead. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad you went here, Paulina, because I think for myself included, when you have a fail and I've had uh, myself plenty um, and and you think, oh, that's it. This sucked. It didn't work. But instead of saying, how can I pivot, learn from this experience and maybe change it up, maybe just slightly. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the pivot needed to make that failure into a success is only a slight tweak that if you do that tweak might be the ultimate success going forward. But we often exactly. just stop, just write cold to that. Go, ah, it didn't work. Okay, I got to stop. Go, go back to ground zero. Instead of saying, what can I do? Let's pivot. Let's try again. And maybe that's a fail. And we just pivot, try again. And uh, so, exactly. Yeah. And I, I love that. I think we could all learn from that. Uh, and so was there anything besides those two things that really stood out for you as far as what most people aren't doing that you saw that the most successful people are doing? Um, so going off of this thread, Ed Catmull, who's the co-founder of Pixar, uh, animation, he says that when most people do hit something that works, something that society deems as successful or good, they tend to stick with it and they're scared to pivot because they're like, Ooh, this is working. Let me not shake things up. And he's like, but that success ultimately re- breeds complacency. And that's why with each and every film that Pixar produces, Mm -hmm. they try to do something that seems so absurd that there's no way it could succeed. Um, And they iterate and iterate and argue and debate until it becomes an idea that is rock solid. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, and by the way, like we still think that when the movie goes out, it's complete trash, Mm. but it's less bad than what we started with. It's like the least bad version we could create. Mm-hmm. And I think most people who are, uh, who've achieved a level of like exceptionalism or, or uh, I like, I like the word that you use, which is a word I use a lot. People who lead extraordinary lives yeah. is that they've um, understood that it, 
done is better than perfect. Mm. You don't have to wait until you have the perfect idea in your head because what may seem perfect to you now will look completely crazy to you in five years after you've been doing it for a while. I'm sure if you look back to your first podcast episode, you're like, whoa, and now it's so much better. Um, but you you can't you can't get better if you don't just start and accept the criticism and the feedback that you get from the benefit of launching publicly that yeah. you get on a daily basis. Wow, that is such tremendous um, insight. I, I recall many years ago, there's a gal I know who's tremendous at um, health training. And she mm. said, you know, but I just like to do it for a little money. because." So she keeps herself in a small box because she feels like, I just want to do this to help people. And most people go into the health industry, fitness. They're not doing it to make loads of money. They're doing it because they want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's gotten to a point where she just said, I'm just going to stop charging and just do it for my friends and family. And I said, you are really taking off the table, the greatest gift you were born to deliver and just taking it off because you don't feel good enough. This idea of perfect, you know, mm-hmm. I, oh, when I get perfect, then I'll put it out there. It's like, no, put it out there. You're a continual artist, uh, you know, art, how do you call it? Like, um, painting, uh, an amazing painting that's mm-hmm. continually growing. What you do is just put it out there. You're not going to, I'm sure there's some people who started in the health industry day one, like you said, my podcast, you look back 15 years like, oh, what was I doing? Yeah. But, but there are things you can do to help people today. And by doing nothing, neither you grow or the people you could have helped can can be. Exactly. Helped. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. That is so true. Well, I know we could go on a lot longer, but I want everyone to go out and get their own hidden genius. How can they do that and find out more about you? Yeah, you can go to hiddengeniusbook.com to get the book or to check out the newsletter. It's uh, readtheprofile.com. Readtheprofile.com. That's awesome. Well, I just have to thank you again, Paulina, for all the wonderful work you're doing. I'm hoping it'll inspire people to not quit on any desire or ideas they have. And if they've had a failure, pivot, keep going. The next idea could be the best idea yet that you have. Uh, Thank you so much, Paulina, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christine. I had a blast. You too. Thank you. Looking for a hilarious read? Well, check out my latest book, My Crazy Roommates. The names have been changed to protect the deranged. Step into the wild and unpredictable world of young adulthood in the heart of New York City. Brace yourself for a roller coaster ride through the trials, tribulations, and hilarious moments of shared living spaces with a colorful cast of characters. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to laugh, cringe, and maybe shed a tear as you delve into the pages of My Crazy Roommates. So get your copy today, available at Amazon.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.